Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! How about that, huh? Congratulations. Oh, thanks, man. How does it feel? I, don't, I mean, I feel like, you know, how you guys feel every year. It's exciting. Well, no, no, no. It was different when the Chiefs, in my lifetime, looked like they could actually do it for the oh, first time man. in my lifetime. Because that had never been a reality. It, it never felt like a real possibility. Well, I will tell you, I was talking to a bunch of uh, guys that I grew up with, right? I yeah. mean, everybody talking. A lot of them were at the game and talking afterwards or whatever on a group chat. Yeah. And, man, I, I was a kid, you know. We were all kids, you know, 10, 11 years old. And the Lions went, made a little run, and went out to San Francisco mm. and lost. Mm. Gary Danielson threw five interceptions. Mr. Eddie Murray missed. Five I think it was five. I'm just going off the top of my head. Well, the heart don't and forget they, something like that, I suppose. And they still, they, they still were in it. And Eddie Murray, one of the greatest field goal kickers of all time, Missed a field goal. And we were just all talking about it like, man, you know, that was the first time that I remember thinking in my head, like, I just remember the Lions were going to win. I knew, like, that I knew yeah. it. You know, yeah. like I knew it. I was it's a like little kid. Like the Royals kid. in Game like, 7. Yeah. That's how I felt. Like they're, they're going to win. Right. And I was a little kid. And that's the first time I realized, like, oh, man, stuff doesn't go your way. Yeah. And it never went our way after that. Never, ever, ever. And then we're all talking about it like, you know, that was just like, all right, well, it is. Same old lines. Here we go. Here we go. And now they get to go back to San Francisco all those years later and try to win that thing. So there's a part of me that wants to do it, that wants to finish it for that little kid in a Lions t-shirt in his living room with all his buddies crying the next day to school. And then there's another part of me like anybody but the goddamn 49ers. If we lose to them again, then really nothing matters. Yeah. All this time again. 
But, I mean, you know, that, that does happen a lot. I mean, right. Buffalo used to beat the Chiefs in the you 90s know, maybe going maybe to the Super Bowl. Let's give that more year. credit to the 49ers for always being good. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, every time you get there, you got the goddamn final boss. That's yep. the same way Buffalo has to feel, although they've made it there a lot more times. Yeah. They do with the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Like, I'm like, man, all these years later? Yep. That's 40 years later, we got to play these goddamn guys again? Why are they always there? Yeah. And oh. someday Buffalo will get their revenge. You know, mm. but it's it. Mahomes might young. have been the year. Well, if it, they were going to do it yesterday, probably would have been a good day for them to do it. But they, 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 they did not. I mean, look, you sent a text. <laughs> That's funny. Thank you, Twitch. It says so. Not your favorite Murray. I love Eddie Murray. <laughs> I love it. We do your favorite Murray when we do that podcast. We have to do Eddie Murray. I love Eddie Murray. Uh, you sent a text earlier in the Chiefs game to the group saying, you know, uh, how you guys feeling. And I'm just like, I'm just I'm going to respond to this. Just, how were you feeling watching the Chiefs? Uh, were you I, I on thought, cloud nine still from the Detroit win? Like, were you just like everything from here on out? I don't even have energy to watch football anymore. Who cares? Well, I have to be honest with you. So my, you know, my youngest, Chacho, is a huge Chiefs fan. Right. Huge. Loves them. And so I root for them. I live here, right. and I want the city to do good. I think it's good for the city when they win. I also root for them a little bit more like it's my favorite team because my kid likes them so much. And right. I know what – but I'm also like, yeah, dude, whatever, man. Well, you won a World Series, a few Super Bowls. Like, right. go cry in your room. Right. Try being a Lions fan, right? right. Like, you know what I mean? And you just won – I mean, they, they, mm-hmm. they just won yeah. you know, minutes earlier, the Lions. Yeah. So well, – I'm like, also, know. it's easy for you. You're a big Michigan fan too now. Well, right. I mean, this but is he the is, thing, right? You right? know, this, this is that's the thing is for both of these things to happen right. in the same year. So pretty unbelievable. I, but I was rooting for him, I, and I and I really wanted the Chiefs to win. I was not feeling good after that Miko Hardman fumble. No, I wasn't feeling good that they gave him the ball. But I didn't like that. I didn't like that they tried to run some sort of misdirection. You got Pacheco. I'm like, what I, are they I, doing? I, like, I swear, I was. I thought he's going to fumble this. It just I'm like, just like, give the ball to Pacheco or right. or. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, he's running the ball good too. Like, yeah. run the ball up the middle four times, do it. They were like a yard out, right? Wasn't yeah. it? it was close, First man. Thing, I, yeah, it was, it was a yard or two. When it you're wasn't trying to ask a guy to run 11 yards to get one, just run one to get one. Yeah, that was so. Bizarre. And I know why you don't sneak it because you don't want Patrick Mahomes getting his leg broken yeah. like he did that one time. I'm okay with that. So just hand the ball off. But I was like, you know, and I was texting Chacho, I was like, man. Time for Chris Jones to step up, man. He's one of those guys. One of those guys that, you know, when he steps up, he makes a play. You know, he, he can change. He, he, he'll do this. Mm-hmm. You know, he will do this. He's one of those human beings that has it in him. And you don't know what that is. It's not like he's not trying in the first quarter. But when all the chips are down, there's like a handful of human beings in the world who step up. Yeah. And he's one of them, right? Yeah, Mahomes is one of them. Kelsey's one of them. You know, there's a list of people who, are, who, who, who step up in those times. And Chris Jones is... One of them. That's a good point. I, you think about Mahomes and Kelsey. You think about, of course, especially Mahomes, Brady, those guys. As well, when they're down, who cares? Because this is when they really they step, step up. up. They right. go down three touchdowns and they suddenly get better. But you're right. I guess Chris, Chris Jones, Jones is one, one of those guys. Those. I think Nick Bolton has proven to me that he's one of those guys. Yeah. And, uh, but, then, but then when Chris Jones did step up, twice. Big way. Like push the dude into him and then force that fumble the with down. the opposite hand like that that's a really hard play to make like you're grabbing the guy then you know you got to get that ball out of his hand and they didn't get the ball I'm they like didn't get damn that. I really thought that could be the turning point yeah. I was like ah maybe that's the sign that this is Buffalo's year right it's like 
A guy you needed to step up just did it twice, yeah. and it didn't change anything. How did you know? Then I was really worried, ball. but whatever, man. Yep. Some guys step up, some guys miss wide right, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's life. Yes. I'm not saying the guy's a bad field goal kicker, but it is what it is. You can't put it all on him, but some guys step up. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, uh, I wouldn't call myself a fan, but I kind of like the Giants, because when I first started watching football as a kid, the Giants won the Super Bowl that year. Uh, 1991 or whatever. That was the first year that I'd really been watching with my dad, and he was explaining how football works. Does anybody right. get worked up about it? And that was the Super Bowl that uh, that went wide right. Right. And, and and so you know that it's a thing that lives in infamy in right. Buffalo. Of course, they also went on to lose some more Super Bowls. But anytime you, right. you, you, you miss a kick, you know, something that feels almost guaranteed. Right. You've, even if it's a 45-yarder, you're thinking, especially if you're on the opposing team, you're thinking, well, this is as good as, as three points. Right. We, we, we know now. I, I was not, no part of me thought, when they went to kick that ball, what if he misses? That was not a consideration of mine at all. No, I'm thinking about how much time, time do they have left. I think they've got enough time. No. Do they have to? Right. It's, they're going to tie it up. So would, you know, could they get in the end zone? Or right. And then I'm thinking in my head, it's cold out. <clears throat> I like our field goal kicker, but now they're going into the wind. Yeah. So they're going to have to go a little bit further. Yes. Than what you know we think. Yeah. Like it's good. They're going to have to get close. Because they just said Buffalo had the wind got behind good their players, back. man. Yeah. We got good players. I thought you could probably do it. I. To be honest with you, sometimes you're so dumb about sports. With four minutes left or whatever it was, I was like, let them score. I know. Yes. Which is an insane thing to think, but I'm like, let them score. Yes. Go ahead. Go down by four. Give Pat as much time as you can instead of them grinding this clock out. And if they kick a field goal, hard to kick a field goal back. And if they happen to score a touchdown, then, you know. Right. Now you got even less time. Just let them score now. Let them score. I'd I'd rather have three minutes. Down by four and Pat have the ball. Yep. Then, then down in especially after Chris Jones had stepped up. Like how many times can we ask these guys to do something? Right. Give the ball to Pat. Yeah. But and it's not the first time you've thought that watching the NFL. It's probably over the, years. the first time I've thought that as in the fan, NFL maybe. with four minutes left. Okay. Right. Like that was a little bit much. Like just let them score. I don't think I, I've thought it with two minutes left. Yeah. I've got it with Madden, you know, like sure. let someone score to go get it. But four minutes left, like there's a lot of time for me to be thinking let another okay. team score. Yeah, that, that may, I mean, it, I guess it probably usually is a little closer to that two-minute mark when you start going, let him, just let him score. Just right, let him score. Yeah, yeah. But you've got to have an offense or at least a quarterback that right. you feel confident he's going to get you back there. For huh. years and years and years, even when the Chiefs were making it to the playoffs, I never thought, well, they got two minutes left, they just got to get down the field. I always knew that meant – there's no chance of help. Right, right, right. This isn't going to happen, right? It's just not going to happen. It's such a bizarro world to have a team where you can actually think that. And it might not be the worst decision in the world or the worst strategy to think, right. let them score. Let them score. And that's yeah. one of those things, man. I texted Chacho, let Miko Harmon play like, man. Why do they do that? You know, it's like you. he's heard it a million times, I guarantee you. You know, I, you know hey, you get into that, you know, he's a much – higher level athlete than I am higher level anything. Yeah. Um but man, you're like, dude, never reach that ball out unless it's fourth down. Fourth down, reach it out. Right. Because they're gonna stop you, they're gonna stop you. Fourth down, reach it out. You gotta get it. But it was third down, second so down, first down, don't reach it out. You got another play. Yes. And when you reach it out, someone can slap it. So when he's standing back there and like, the hold zone. that yes. ball in, yes. man. Exactly. I'm going, hold on, on to it. Hold on to it. <laughs> right. I mean, what you are you could doing? see 
And then I was just hoping, well, maybe his ass touched the ground, yeah. or his knee touched the ground. Because on those first replays, it looked like maybe he was. Maybe he was down. Maybe. And then they showed it closer and closer, and you're like, ah, I Looks see. Looks like There's it's still moving, some movement. and it's because he's trying to, to reach it out. He's trying to reach it out, so Absolutely. there's the movement. It's like, no, hold, if he's holding it here, that, you know, that's not a fumble. Okay, well. Um, but, you know, I mean. To me, the stuff, most. Stuff happened in the Lions game, like, I had never heard. I'm when not the Lions, a timeout? Lions. Sacked the quarterback. I don't remember exactly when it was. I'm trying to go back in my head, but then they showed over going and they said the calf is down. Oh, right. I'm like, I've never heard the calf is down. They're like, why didn't he challenge it? I'm like, because nobody's ever heard that in their life. It's the knee. Yeah. The elbow, the arm, right? Nobody's ever heard. I don't like, know why. The I guess I thought of the I calf is down. I've never heard that before. I guess I thought. Maybe I just thought I had, but no, maybe I haven't ever heard it. But also, at the end of the Lions game, Tampa Bay not using their timeout. Time I mean, that, that's the opposite of having faith in your team. To just say, just forget it. I mean, they were congratulating the Lions. Uh, boom. Forget about it. They had a timeout. Right. It's like, why not at least use it? Right. And I heard someone say from the Tampa Bay organization. Well, Pete Green like, oh, Pilgrim, I heard a lot of people saying real quick just about that fumble so we don't get yeah. too bad. That it's a dumb rule. Well, what else are you going to do? Because if you're caught... I mean, most rules are created so that you can't cheat the rules, right? Mm-hmm. So someone somewhere got close to the goal line, just went, Meh. yeah, <laughs> and then fumbled it out of bounds, and then out of bounds is where the ball goes. At what point? And they're like touchdown, control. right? Yeah. And then, so obviously, at some point in the early 1900s. Somebody was like, yeah, we can't have them fumbling the ball over the goal line for a touchdown, or else they're just going to start doing it from the five. Right, it, they're gonna bowl it in. The quarterback's gonna bowl it under. So, look, that, if they fumble it into the end zone, that's a touchback. That's the only thing it can be, or else well, it the, would turn into like some sort of weird rugby game down there, and you don't want that. Okay, so then let me ask you: If he had, you can't fumble the ball if, forward. If he, if he had uh, extended the ball, mm-hmm. and, it, and it looked like he still had possession of the ball across the goal as line, it went across down. the goal line, but he, but then before he went down, he. Lost possession of the ball. As long as that ball with, crosses it. you got to break the point. Right. So yeah. then it's all about just deciding, did he still have good possession of the ball yes. by the time it crossed the plane? Yep. Even if he dropped it before he went down. Yes. Even if his knee goes down, you know, not in the end zone. That ball's got to cross the plane before you're down. Right. Okay. But if you cross it and then someone hits the ball out of your hand, that's a touchdown. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I didn't but know. But he didn't have it. Think, like, if his knee went down, loose before it. Right? Yeah. And then that's it what fumbled I thought, through. But I was thinking, what if, what if the scenario of... If you do cross the line, and then, and then you drop it, and then your knee hits, but you're not in your knee's not in the end zone, right? Yeah, Does as that count as a fumble in the, the end point, zone? As far or, as I know, yeah, that's that's kind of what yeah. I always thought too. But uh, I thought the the weirdest thing, uh, maybe you well, that's why people there's like we don't have to get too deep. But that's why people are like, well, what's a catch then in the end zone? Why does he have to control it? Yeah. come down and finish the catch, and then come up with it mm-hmm. for it to be a touchdown on a reception. But if you just dive over it and right. quickly put the ball over the line, and then it can it can go into the third row of the stands. That's a touchdown. Yeah. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but I understand they're not being able to fumble it forward. Yeah, it's you like can't do that. Or else, literally, they just throw it going. to break the plane. Right? Then yeah. everyone would just exactly. Do that. And if you could fumble it into the end zone, people would do, do it. Yeah. You'd uh, have bounce passes. You'd have oh, look at that! I'm about to get right. tackled. There's a wide receiver. I'll just push it forward. Yeah, you right, can't do yeah. it. Right. Uh, but the fake punt, I thought that was probably. One of the odder things I've seen in a long time. I mean, it was there was the big like the end of the third quarter, the beginning of the right. fourth quarter. There was a lot of time left, 
and they fake punt. And it was like it was Hamlin, right? Who's not an offensive player. I just thought the whole thing was bizarre. And of course, it didn't work. If it had worked, maybe you would have said, "Oh, great play calling." But like the you said, we they're not a like, risk-taking team. Like that's, that's not the Lions, right? So that's the part weird. that always gets me is gift. when you get into those situations, you just for whatever reason, some guys don't continue to be themselves. Yeah, and you got to be yourself. So if that's the Lions, there, and whether it wins or loses, like Dan Campbell letting. There is no imagination in the world where you think Dan Campbell's going to play conservative. Yeah. Right? Like, it, you know, he went for two, three times yep. against Dallas. You know, he fake punted it against the Chiefs on their own 30. Yep. In the first game of the year, there's no real reason for that. No, just to show that that's who you are. Right. That's how we're going to play, right? And you let everybody else in the, in your locker room. That's, I guess, kind of how you build culture. It is that, hey, we're going to roll the dice, boys. Every time. Let's go. Yeah. I understand that. But if you're not doing that throughout the season and then you do something and it doesn't work, I think your team is like, wait, what are we doing here? Right. We've never tried this before. I, I don't, you know, do what you're going to do and stick with it. And the other thing is, like, if it's now, you know, if it happens in Detroit and it's fourth and two on their own 45 and Dan Campbell doesn't go for it, the team's going to be like, wait, what are we doing, man? Why You got to go for it. Like, you literally you put do. yourself in a box there. Yeah. You know? Like, you got to do it. Going downwind with this one. Fake. Hamlin is stopped short. The Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! How are you? Ah, well, I'm good. And I, I know, I think you're good, right? I'm good. And coming up here. I, mean, I don't want to lose to... the 49ers. I don't want the Lions to lose the 49ers. We just need to talk. We need I to feel like the some same way that I felt. I, I, I feel the same way that I felt about, only more. Uh, that I don't want to lose to him about Michigan and Alabama. Like, just don't lose to Alabama. If you're going right. to lose to Texas, if you're going to lose, like, I hate the 49ers. Like, I hate the 49ers and the Cowboys and the Steelers. Like, I, I don't hate, even though the Chiefs dynasty probably would have killed me now as a young kid, I feel about the 49ers and the Cowboys the way kids in Buffalo feel about the Chiefs. That and I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't I can't go through it again. The way a lot of AFC teams felt right. about the Patriots right. for a long yeah, time. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And of course And I never I mean Brady's a Michigan guy, but I you know, the Lions weren't gonna play Brady in the Super Bowl. Right. Like why would I hate him? You know? Right. Same thing with the Chiefs. Like why'd I hate him? Like it's never gonna come up in my entire life. It's ne- you know exactly but now There's maybe it will. That- but yeah. You know, I just don't want to lose the 49ers, but I forget Seven point underdog, It'd be hard to beat them. Well, there's two games, four teams left, so I know we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. But I do think coming up here, we should just try and 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 lay some sort of groundwork, some sort of have some sort of plan, because if we do end up having the Lazlo Bowl, oh yeah, what I don't want is for this to come between us, oh. right? You know, I'll, I'll I mean, this, you out. this 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 could be I'll kill contentious. You. So I'll, I'll literally kill you. It's not and your family. Well, see, now I was going to go into this whole thing letting you know just the opposite. <laughs> yeah, and of course. Yes, I want the Chiefs to win. you want all these goddamn Super Bowls. You can't, see, you're doing that. Look. It, it, yeah, it's easy for you to be like, hey, why don't we just be friends? I mean, we have the best quarterback and the best tight end and the best team, and uh, no, we win all the time. That's not what I was going to say. We play each other. Why don't we just be friends? And I'm like, no. No, no I was going you're to say. You're the bully, say, and I'm the first grader with glasses, and I want to hit you. <laughs> really, I, really bad, but I don't think I can because I'm scared. <laughs> We'll discuss then you walk down the hall like, let's be buddies. I'm like, no. We'll discuss You're giving this. me a wedgie for eight years. We're not buddies. The odds are out. They've got the four teams ranked down what their odds are 
of winning it all. And we'll discuss, and then just, you know, a hypothetical for the what if Lazo Bowl. Because we need to start prepping for the snow cone just in case. And I don't want to jinx anything either, but we're, we're getting close here. It's almost, it's almost go time. I mean, I can't imagine you guys make it. The Chiefs? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> this is going to go horribly. The Church. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Yeah. All right. So the, uh, you know, these prognosticators, they sure. do their thing, and then people want to bet on the games, and that's all fine and good. But in order to do that, people like to know, you know, what are the odds? How much sure. money can I win? And so we get these, uh, these reports. Every week you get the NFL rankings, all the team rankings, right? Mm-hmm. When you get into the playoffs, you start ranking the playoff teams, and now that you're down to four teams, you go, all right, <clears throat> Who's most likely to win it all? What are the odds going into the, the two well, uh, championship games? If I had games? to guess, I mean, it's San Francisco. No, Baltimore, San Francisco, Kansas City, Detroit. Uh, from top to bottom? Yeah. You'd be correct. Yeah. So uh, they, they start at, at, at the bottom, number four, with the Lions. But I mean, saying at the bottom is kind of yeah. ridiculous. We're talking about the NFC Championship here. But, you know, San, San Francisco, I just... I think Detroit has a better chance. You said that you guys are seven-point underdogs. Yeah. To me, it feels like they've got a better chance of beating the 49ers almost than the Chiefs might have be- beaten the Ravens. I don't know. I, when the, when the Ravens and the, and the Chiefs play, because it's Mahomes, anything's possible. Right. I get hey, it. Lamar. Um, I don't know. And Lamar has lost to him before when he wasn't supposed to. But, I mean, the 49ers are not perfect, right? No, they're not. I mean, the Packers gave them everything they oh, wanted. Like, I would feel them. really confident right now if it if the Packers would have pulled that off. Yeah, I mean, the Packers. I, mean, like, came, I, I think Detroit's got them. Packers came close. Uh, you're saying you feel confident about the, the beating the Packers? I would have. Yeah, yeah at yeah. home now it's like oh, we got to fly out to San Francisco, San Francisco. Ah. It's but. because of that old pain, that PTSD. Yeah, like and you they're said, good, the man. Yeah, and they are good, they're and good. they've been good. They're just one of those teams that's been. This has been a good. I don't know for the uh, NFC. Who have been the top uh, teams in the NFC in the last 10 years? 49ers got to be one of them, right? Yeah. Insofar as regular season wins and making to the playoffs and all that stuff. They've been a, the Bucks. a force. Buccaneers had Brady for how long? Two like, years. Two, three and then, years. You know, yeah. They went to the NFC Championship. They won a Super Cowboys Bowl. A right now they ball. just went back again with Baker. I mean, yeah, they've been a surprisingly good team. Yeah. So they've got Lions at, at, at four. But four, yes, it may be at the bottom, but like we say, that's Quit not a bad place to be it, because I'll make you a bottom. talking about four four teams here. Four teams. Yeah. They're in it, man. They're in it. They made Quit it to the show. It. Now, I've got to ask you this, though. If you said, hypothetically, that the Lions were going to, that's why this is a hypothetical, we're going to lose either the NFC Championship game or the division, where would you, are you happy to just take it as far as you can? Yeah. And Go as far th- as you, you can. Do you think it will hurt more? To lose to the 49ers than it would have to lost to the Buccaneers. Because the Buccaneers, you're supposed to win that game anyway, right? Yeah. So it, it would have hurt for that reason alone. Like the Bucs? Let's go. Go as far as you can. Okay. That's your. I want you to go as far as you can. And I yeah. think that's most sports fans. I'm a little sensitive sometimes. And I think, just, don't, you know what? If you're going to be the underdog with that much, then just, just just lose now. Just get it over with. I can't right. take the heartbreak of the Super Bowl. Well, you wouldn't want to lose to Buffalo. No, I didn't. I really don't want to. But Josh Allen, you it'd know, probably that feel rivalry, better losing to Baltimore than it would Buffalo. It would this time around. It absolutely yeah. would. I think. Uh, I think with the Eagles, I was worried about losing the Super Bowl to the Eagles, and uh, so there was part of me. It's like, man, it hurts so bad to watch them lose. To, to lose, uh, you know. The game. I would think you don't want to lose to Buffalo, and you know, now that it's over, like the Patriots. Yeah. 
those are two teams. If I was a Chiefs fan, and I, you know, now you don't got to worry about the Patriots anymore. But you still got Buffalo hanging around. You hate yep. Cincinnati, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. They haven't really done. You know, they got to show that they can still get there. Right. And you know, people were talking about the great rivalries, NFL rivalries, uh, player rivalries, and kind of like going, you know, starting now and going back in time. And right now, I heard people saying that uh, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, is the 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 top. Rivalry, those two guys, because Allen's been great in the regular season. He's a great quarterback, but he can't get past them. All I could think when I heard whoever it was saying this, I thought, Lazo's always thought of Josh Allen, though, as uh, not, Aaron not making it to the bit. Yeah, I didn't want to say He's it. Aaron Rodgers. He's better you, than Phillip Rivers. He's Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but definitely better than Phillip Rivers. Yeah. But, yeah, you you never believed. And you said, you did say, look, he might win you a Super Bowl. He might. But he's not the guy that because you got him. No. Everything's possible. No. And a lot of people back at that time when you made that statement argued with you. You're like, that's ridiculous. Look at his numbers. He might be the best quarterback uh, in the keep NFL. Keep watching him walk off the sidelines deep into the playoffs after losing another game. That's yeah. who he is. You know, yeah. and you're stuck. I mean, like I said, yeah, maybe everything goes right and you win one. Okay. Right. Good for you. But you're not. Don't kid yourself. You're not. Bradshaw, Montana, Mahomes, well, so yeah, Brady. That was you're not. Before this. Like, people try to... Talk about him like in that same conversation. That ain't it. People try to talk about Aaron Rodgers in that same conversation. That ain't it. Yeah, so I mean, right I know now, that though, conversation's very small, but you keep trying to put people in it. Right. But yeah. right now, right now, you would say that Mahomes Allen is a bigger uh, rivalry than Mahomes Lamar Jackson, right? Because. Right. Just of the history yeah. alone, even though Lamar's team has made it further and is yeah. favored to win this particular year, I guess Lamar have to be, get in there more often. Yeah, I guess Josh there is Allen, really no Brady Manning right now. Well, that's what they were saying. So I think they said that it was uh, right now uh, Allen Mahomes. Before that, it was Mahomes Brady. Before that, it was Brady Manning. Um, and then yeah. if you start going back uh, before that, you can get into the. Uh, I don't remember who they were saying for the 90s, but I think that at one point they were talking about uh, Joe Montana and uh, Dan Marino, even though Marino. they played that, that one Super Bowl together. Still, they were these two quarterbacks. Yeah, that Marino every, only made it that one, though. Yeah, yeah. so it, it's tough. I think the ultimate one has got to yeah, be... The biggest duel is probably Marino-Steve Young. They're on the same team. Right. You know what I mean? If you go back and look at that, just yeah. you know, all that pressure against each other. But I don't know. Of the last 40 years, though, I don't know that any of them really Brady trump the, the Brady Manning. That's, that's the And you had one. Big Ben in there and Phillip Rivers yeah. and Aaron Rodgers. You had those guys who wanted to get in it, but they just really couldn't. Yep. And now you've kind of got Mahomes, and I don't, you know, you've got the Aaron Rodgers, uh, Big Ben guys, the Phillip Rivers guys, but nobody really to step up. I guess maybe the closest we'll see in the next couple of years is maybe it's Joe Burrow. Yeah. Maybe it's, I mean, Joe Burrow. Like you said, there's a lot of talk. They did come in and beat him, right? This year was an off year, but if Joe Burrow can bring him back, then maybe it's Mahomes Burrow. Yeah. You know, but he, you know, he'd have to get there. He'd have to win a couple. Did you see what Brady tweeted out uh-uh. about the, because the Mahomes and uh, Kelsey broke the Gronk Brady oh, yeah. record for uh, postseason touchdowns, right? And uh, he sent out this thing just talking about I, – I wish I had it in front of me. I did a second ago, and now I can't find it. I'm sure you can find it, Snowcomb. But just congratulating. Put a side-by-side picture. You know, on the left, it was Mahomes and Kelsey. And then on the right, it's him and Gronk. Right. And it says, like, you know, that's awesome. These guys are beasts. Something along those lines. Right. Just congratulating sure. him and talking about how great they are. But, okay, so – I the, thought uh, because uh, Mahomes and Kelsey and some of the guys have kind of 
now they've embraced that villain role. Yeah. It takes you a while to get there, I think. It took Brady and Gronk a while to be like, oh, man, people really do hate us. Yeah. All right, well, I just thought it would have been cool if they would have done the Brady-Gronk airport thing. Oh. Right? We ain't going nowhere. Oh, if yeah, they would have done that been. after leaving Buffalo in their airport, that would have been cool. I found the tweet. It's just he's quote-tweeting a Bleacher Report about the, about the passing, and he said, mm-hmm. Beasts. When you one-up Gronk, you're doing something right. Oh, that's what it is. When you one-up Gronk, right. Because right. you couldn't really say when you one-up me. Right, sure. Yeah. That's good. When you one-up Gronk. Yeah, I thought it was good. So, Lions, uh, they're, they're number four on the list. But, again, I don't know who – between the NFC game and the AFC game, you like the Lions' chance. You just being honest because you're not from Kansas City and you've been very open about what makes you a, a, a Chiefs fan, but they're not your first team. Right. If you're just looking at this like an alien, who do you think – has the better chance of winning, the Chiefs or the Lions, in this uh, AFC, NFC face-off? You think the Chiefs have a better chance of beating the Ravens? Really? You feeling that worried about your Lions? I do. Plus, I think the Chiefs are great. The They've Chiefs been there before. Involved. I mean, yeah. you know, I think Harbaugh's a great coach. I think Andy Reid's a great coach. I think all the coaches left are good. It's funny because they're all completely different. Um. And the teams are different, but man, I don't know. You know. Hard to beat Pat Mahomes in the playoffs. Yeah, and it's weird well. because just a few games in and you're starting to think like, oh, maybe Kansas City's out of their funk because this whole season as you talked about just not being able to get on the same page and receive well, dropping routes balls. routes for and... all four teams to win. Yeah, of There's course. There's a path of course. for all of them and if it plays out the way they want it to. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, I think the Chiefs probably have a better chance. I mean, uh, they've proven that they can do it. It, well, this article is talking about they've got Chiefs at three, and they say, you know, somehow, some way, the worst Kansas City Chiefs team of the Mahomes era is headed to the AFC title game. And I guess that's pretty obvious that they would, they are the worst Chiefs team of his era. But I mean, the fact that he's gone to the AFC championship game every year, every year of his career as a starter, as yeah. a starter, that is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, I, I think it's hard think to That's beat. a record that could stand. For the rest of my lifetime and then some. That yeah. seems like a tough one to beat. I don't want to jinx anything right. here. Have Josh Allen come back and keep going. To, <laughs> but I just think that's a, a an astonishing he, record yeah. to have. And I think they're going to be hard to beat. I think the Ravens, you know, Ravens defense is tough. Lamar, I mean, I, I do look at it and I'm like, okay. I mean, I saw Josh Allen running down the field. Yep. I'm like, Josh Allen can run. I get it. He's athletic. But he ain't Lamar. Right. You know what I mean? Like Lamar has ooh, a Lamar. way more complete team around him now, too, than he did when they yeah. faced off in the past, and it was all about Lamar being explosive. I mean, it's just a good team. And I think about it like you know, everything's storylines. I think about it like Chiefs don't have a great wide receiver. Odell Beckham Jr. said he'd like to go to the Chiefs, and mm-hmm. they didn't pick him up. Mm-hmm. Like, can you see Odell Beckham Jr. catching a touchdown? In, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, damn, we should have got him. You know, I don't know. But <clears throat> I see all that. I but I, I think the Chiefs will win. I do think the Chiefs will win. Okay. Well I then, do. And I think it's a really hard part for the Lions. So they played four times it looks like. <clears throat> Mahomes is three to one and Lamar Jackson obviously one and three against each other. Yeah, I that's that one thing I do kind of have this theory that Mahomes is in Lamar's head a little bit. Just because I think those times, almost all those times, time. he the, the, the Ravens were favored to win those games. I think, at least a couple of them. I think the first three, the Chiefs won. And everyone that what said it was? that he was in Lamar's okay. head. And then, but then the and, and Ravens then they did, won. Yeah, they have won, obviously. So they've got 49ers at number two on the list, mm-hmm. as far as winning at all. Which I certainly would agree with. I wouldn't put them at number one, especially after this weekend. I don't know. I mean, Green Bay? I'm not saying Green Bay's a bad team. 
But Green Bay almost beat them, Lazo. And I think the Lions are, in my head at least, the Lions are just as good, if not better, than Green Bay. It was that. It's not like they blew them out. No, that was a close game. No, I'm with you. And they've got it. You know, people forget it. Like they talk about it. Like they forget. But they, the Lions, do have a quarterback who's been to a Super Bowl. Right. Like this isn't his first time through this. Right. You know what I mean? Brock Purdy hasn't done it. Mentally, he's got it. Exactly. exactly. I mean, and Lamar hasn't done it. Right. There's only two quarterbacks who played in the Super Bowl in this thing, and one of them's on the Lions. People just don't think about it. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like nobody thinks about Jared Goff in that fashion, but he's actually been there. Yeah, who do you think has now that we're down to four teams? Who has the most pressure on them as a as a player? The Chiefs. You, you think like Mahomes has there's the most pressures on him just because it's like you can't win enough. You you go to this many AFC Championship games, but now that just makes the pressure even higher. Well, you better win this one. Yeah. You better. So you would put him at number one and not Absolutely. Lamar. Because I was thinking it's it's got to be Lamar just because. Uh-huh. They've been no. good in the past. He's been because re- you're drawing so the Chiefs. Good. Yeah, so it's like you know, even if you're a favorite, everybody's like, eh, "Goddamn, Chiefs are going to go to the Super Bowl." Like, I think you're playing with house money. Yeah, the yeah, Lions I are playing with saying. complete house money. Well, I think San Francisco. You know, whatever. I think a little bit of pressure on them because it's like you got to beat. It's the Lions. Yeah, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Uh, and you know, we got to stop this team of destiny that. You know, if you don't live in one of these three cities, everyone loves, right? Yeah. You know, you you got to be the villain now no matter what. You're playing this these downtrodden Detroit Lions. Well, so I think there's a lot of pressure, but I think the most pressure is on Mahomes. But, but, but by the way, man, it's, this won't be the first time, and he's, he's handled it with class and dignity all the way through. Lamar like, literally win. has. Like, you know, there's, like, there's nothing bad you can say about him. He walks funny when he's not running. That's about the only thing you can say about Mahomes when – Bad about him, right? You're like, what are you doing, man? I've never noticed that. You've never noticed that he walks funny? No. All the time, even when he's walking off the field. Runs like he's, uh, you know. An Olympic sprinter. An Olympic sprinter, yeah. but he just walks. Like, I'm like, like, what are you doing? Cocks his head a little bit, and has his hand out. like Yeah. And his I'll pants all fit weird, even when he looks good in a suit. Like, it's just a, uh, 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 it's like when he's walking, Jackson Mahomes takes over his body. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. And then once he gets on the field, the pack comes back in. It's almost like his brother is just there to do this, the stuff for him they don't want to do. I'll have to go back and look. I did notice with Josh like, Allen. Hey, though. we're going to make you the greatest football player of all time. It's one of your hypotheticals, and he took the deal. But when you're not playing football... You're going to walk like this. You can't be you're totally cool. Like this, you can't yeah. be totally cool. You can't. Yeah. Right. You can't like, you're not going to be able to pull that, it off. You're going to walk a little weird. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? I, I'll have to go back and look. Pull up some video, Snowcone, and send me, because I want to see exactly what you're talking about. I know I've heard you. We, we've talked about how he dresses and stuff like that in the past, but I don't think I've noticed the, the walk. Now, oh, Lazo, yeah. I know you're not a C.J. Stroud, like, Big-time believer. He's good, no. but you were not, like, a big-time believer in him at all, and the hype around him you thought was way Mike overblown. Mike McDonald already beaten him. But, but, man, so, like, Baltimore I don't want to get beat them a lot yeah, more Mike McDonald, defensive coordinator, was the coordinator for Michigan when they beat C.J. Stroud. Like, yeah. they knew how to do it. I told Nick that. I told everybody, it's not about, you don't have to push him on the pocket. You have to push C.J. Stroud. You have to make him uncomfortable. That's it. If you make him uncomfortable, he'll choke. I promise well, you. I would just and say he that. did. And Mike McDonald knew exactly. There was no doubt in my mind that that Baltimore Ravens defense was going to crush them. Mike McDonald coached against C.J. Stroud. He knows him. You know that people who watch the NFL don't watch college football. Yeah, they think it's an inferior product. A lot of them. Yeah. But I've watched it, and I watched their defensive coordinator destroy C.J. Stroud before. Well, and they did. 
And they did. And they did it again. I'm like, he knows what to do. You can't let him scramble out of the pocket. He's not fast. But don't let him get outside and just keep it in and keep making it closer and closer and closer. And when you get him, they did the same thing to Michael Penix Jr. Same exact defense, same exact thing. Get him. There's a spot. He wants to stand in it. And if he can't stand in that spot, he he's not going to throw the ball. Well, so let's, but if he can stand in that spot, he's going to eat you up. Let's just say, hypothetically, mm-hmm. both of the underdogs win. Okay, both underdogs win their their, their games coming up, uh-huh. and we do get the Church of Lazo Bowl. All mm-hmm. I wanted to say to you was, you remember all those years when I'd go over to your house and watch the same. Super Bowl, and Brady was playing. I'm like, I'm just so tired of Brady. And you always said, Hey, man, but you're 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 witnessing the greatest. You got to yeah. just enjoy it because you're you're witnessing the greatest. That's what you always told me when I was yeah. like, I hate the Patriots. I can't watch them. I don't yeah. want to root for them, even though I'd rather root for the AFC. No, you're, you're lucky like, to no, be alive. Well, you're Brady's lucky alive. to be alive to watch this guy. Right. I mean, come on. And every time I'd ask, who are you rooting for? You're like, of course I'm rooting for Brady just because he's the greatest. He, he's a Michigan guy, too. But right. I, I, I love seeing this greatness and, and witnessing right. it. Well, and when right. those Manning face-offs happened, you never chose Manning. You no. never said I would take Manning over Brady. You always had Brady's back, and that's how you sold it to me. And it is how I came around to being like, okay, well, you know what? They're the, you're saying they're, I got to feel that way about Mahomes on Tuesday? I'm just trying to remind you that, the if, that ha- if there is a Church of Laszlo Bowl and that were to happen... I never told you to do that you when said, the Chiefs were playing them. Well... Uh, they, they were playing we, someone else. No, there were times... You know, maybe the Chiefs had been a little better, but there were times that they did play in the regular season, and you did say... I didn't say, tell you to root for Brady at that You did say, point. look, man, uh, he's the greatest. Neither right? Either. He's the greatest. And you were the one who said that. All so right. That's all I'm trying to say. But America, I got to think is probably overwhelmingly rooting for the Lions. And I don't know about you, Snowcone, but after the Detroit game yesterday, I got multiple texts. Brooke got texts. I got multiple texts from friends of mine, my neighbors, asking me to congratulate uh, Laszlo. Mm, everyone nice. was happy for you, and everyone was saying, go Lions. You know, It'll be it, fun. As we will, you Lions know, Chiefs will be fun. Championship. It will be. It would be. It would be great. The crazy thing is, will not. Well, I mean, that. I think... I don't want to speak out of turn because I, but I'm pretty sure the Chiefs play first. Oh, I have. I think the Chiefs play it too, okay, okay. and then the Lions. So we'll know. Okay. Well, yeah, I thought there'll be more pressure if the Chiefs win. I told Brooke for I me, said, not for the Lions. I'm sure they don't care. If the Chiefs had lost last night, I was going to immediately order a Lions shirt. All right, and have it since so I could wear it to work. But Chiefs, uh, they, haven't, they haven't lost yet, so we'll right. see what happens. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! Let's do it. All right. We're doom scrolling. Well, politics, right? It's an election year. Big election year, and the Republicans are battling it out. But there's uh, there's one less Republican to go up against now because Meatball Ron has uh, stepped down. I didn't know. I mean, I guess I haven't been following it that closely. But I know, you know, he didn't have a, a great showing in, in Iowa. But I didn't hear people saying, will he drop out? So, you usually follow these presidential elections pretty closely, or yeah. at least the campaign year. I, I don't know. Maybe you haven't with this one because you said you didn't even know that he had dropped out no, yet. But did, did anyone know, like, oh, he's probably going to drop out after what happened? I, well, so. I, I was surprised he got 20%. Right. I thought he would get to Super Tuesday. That's what I figured most of the I mean, time. He got his ass beat in Iowa. But, yeah, but, 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 but over twenty percent, right? It's yeah, exactly. No, you're not a one percent guy, three no, percent guy. Like I mean, a lot of guys drop out when they get like three percent, like twenty percent, yeah. man. Right, but so you can build on that, 50%. and you're yeah. at twenty percent opposed to fifty percent. Yes, but that dude's in court every day, right? Like yeah. you're out here, like a thirty percent seems like a lot to make up. Yes, but not when the other guy could actually be in prison, right? Yeah, that's true. And all they've talked about is if Donald Trump, you know. There's a loud is, is out, for, right, is out right. for some reason. Then which one of these people, you know, will get, will get all of the support from those other people? Who's going to support whom? And I just thought Ron DeSantis got to be thinking the same thing. But he's out and he's endorsed Trump. I'd like to take time to congratulate Ron DeSantis. He was very gracious and he endorsed me, so I appreciate it. I appreciate that, and I also. Look forward to working with Ron. The kind words from Trump, a sharp break from what has been a bitter battle between the two GOP candidates. So Ron DeSanctimonious, he was very upset. Ron DeSanctimonious. Trump is superior to the current incumbent, Joe Biden. That is clear. I signed a pledge to support the Republican nominee, and I will honor that pledge. You know, Snowcone, one thing we have talked about is that with there, there was all that talk about DeSantis and what he was doing in Florida before the presidential, mm-hmm. before he said he was officially running. Mm-hmm. And everyone said, oh, he's going to be the guy. He's the new leader of the Republican Party. It was like his turn. It was his turn. And like Lazar talks about, you know, people's turns. And it felt like right. it was his turn because the media was saying it's all him. He's making headlines. He's doing these things like going to war with Disney because he wants to be president. Mm-hmm. But I didn't actually see him speak that often. Yeah. It was mostly written news that I would Same. see. And then once and you then did once I started speak. seeing I'm talking like he's not a great terrible. politician. Horrible. I mean, he's so much worse than I would have thought. He looked like a kind of a big, imposing guy, right? And he wears the cowboy boots with his suit. And he just kind of like act normal. Like, yeah. human. That's true. Mo- monotone, dorky. I was really surprised oh, once he got in there. I was like, oh, this guy's not so good. Why did you guys all say he was the one? And maybe that was just the media's fault. You know, maybe Republicans never really thought that he was the one. But so now you got Nikki Haley versus Trump. Now, Trump mixed up Nikki Haley with Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) He's in New Hampshire, and he starts talking about the crowd size. He likes talking about crowd sizes. Mm -hmm. At New Hampshire, look how many people are here. Uh, This isn't quaint. He's talking about this is supposed to be a quaint little place. This isn't quaint. And he starts talking (laughs) about that, and then somehow talks about the crowd size at January 6th, and then starts talking about Nikki Haley. Now, the weird thing is, is that at the beginning of this, he is talking about Nikki Haley because... He's talking about, look how many people she gets when she comes here. It's like nine people. Mm-hmm. But then when he starts talking about January 6th, 
Instead of transitioning to Pelosi, he keeps saying Nikki Haley, and he says it multiple times. This is not quaint. Wow. You know, when she comes here, she gets like nine people. And the press never reports the crowds, you know. By the way, they never report the crowd on January 6th. You know, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. You know, they, Haley, do, Haley. do you know they destroyed all of the information, all of the evidence, everything? Deleted and destroyed all of it. All of it. Because of what? lots I of things. Know. Like Nikki Haley is in charge of security. We offered her 10,000 people. What? Soldiers. What? National yeah. Guard. So whatever they want. They turned it down. They don't want to talk about that. These are very dishonest people. <laughs> What's he talking people. about? He's talking about because Nancy Pelosi being in charge like of. Nikki Haley is in charge of security. We offered her ten thousand people, soldiers, national guards, so whatever they want. They turned it down. They don't want to talk about that. These are very dishonest people. I mean, isn't he? T- I assumed this is when he mixes up the names because I to guess. me he's talking about Nancy Pelosi. You the whole think. thing was that Nancy Pelosi was supposedly there was talk about that about how she was supposed to be in charge as the Speaker of the House of deciding how much security okay. to get or whatever, remember? So they were saying, at least the, the media was, was uh, attaching that clip to all the articles talking about Trump confusing Pelosi with Nikki Haley. Yes. But you see what I mean? It's weird. He says Nikki Haley's name like three times there. Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley. And he had just been talking about her. So I understand screwing it up. Yeah, he's trying to get go it back to his me. Head. Yeah, just go he's back like, to me Nikki, talking about Cat Williams versus Kevin mm-hmm. Hart. Right, yeah. I get it, it happens. It happens. But... Uh, Hey, you know, he's really focused on this Nikki Haley thing at the end. And I'm, I got to think if you're in the crowd, you're a little confused. Like, wait, Nikki Haley was in charge right. of security? Was Nikki, maybe Nikki, Nikki Haley, Haley was in charge of security. And right. that's not even when he screamed Nikki Haley's out. like, oh, Jesus Christ, I was in charge of security. <laughs> right. Maybe she oh, was. no. We're probably getting messages on Twitch right now saying, no, Slim Fast, now you're mixing it up. Nikki Haley was in charge of security. Right. You're screwing up when he screwed up. But at some point, at least, Trump confused Nikki Haley with Pelosi. Uh, I believe that that's the moment there in New Hampshire. So Nikki Haley has now questioned Donald Trump's mental fitness. None of the things leading up to this, I guess, had her concerned about his mental fitness. But mixing the names up, she's now worried about his mental fitness. They're saying he got confused, that he was talking about something else. We can't have someone else Get confused? that we question <laughs> whether they're mentally fit to do this. We can't. We can't, guys. We have only we had can't. people that do that. <laughs> right. We can't. Literally, that's the only people we've had to do that. We can't have another one. I mean, what do you? Uh, can you imagine? In our lifetime, that would be we'd have uh, Trump, we'd have uh, W, we'd have right. uh, Biden. We'd have, right? People thought Barack. I mean, maybe it wasn't me, but people did think that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he took too right. long to speak. Yeah. And didn't know how to choose the right colored suit or whatever right, it yeah. was. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Smoked weed. You know I mean, look, these Did are. Did he read off a teleprompter or was that somebody else? Yeah, I don't no, remember. No, I think they accused him of that. Like, oh, you yeah. guys say he's this great speech yeah. giver. Oh, he he if he had to talk by himself, he wouldn't be able to write. I mean, yeah. 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 Um, I know that there's a ton of money that goes into these campaigns, and so there's a ton of strategists. We've all seen the movies and the documentaries. I, somebody must have told Nikki Haley as soon as this happened, hey, pounce on this. Trump confused names here. Go after it. Go after him for it. I'm watching. I'm thinking, is that. I mean, nothing else sticks to this think, guy. Well, Why would that? Yeah, but, well, except for that's what you know he does to buy. Is that just all you got? Right. I mean, I guess that's it. You just say, look, we can't have someone. And that's exactly no, that's what saying. He does that to Biden every they day. They all do. Yeah, yeah, yeah and she does right. too. Um, so that's what she's got right now. I haven't looked to see, now that Ron is out and he's basically endorsed Trump, what Nikki Haley's odds are. Let's just assume that Trump 
is allowed to run for president, that his name is on the ballot in all 50 states, and uh, he is the Republican uh, you know, leader going through this thing. I haven't seen what the odds are that Nikki Haley now, as these people drop out, can overtake him. I, they talked about it when before no before Iowa. They were talking about it like you know a week or two before Iowa. That's the last I saw. But it was all involved Meatball Ron being in there. Here's what she's got to do, and then Ron DeSantis moves here, and then if she can get these supporters, and then you get this person to drop out, and then if she can just get that many percentage. But all of those scenarios included Ron DeSantis still. Right. Being in it, so I wonder. I don't know. Well, now she's got to go after him. Yeah, I mean, she's got to go after just her and him now. That's it. And how many people are there? We always talk about undecided voters, or the media does, and it's so hard for us to believe that there are undecided voters. But are there those people who voted for Biden that would vote for Nikki Haley this time? The people who said they voted for Barack Obama twice and then voted for Trump. Are there are those people growing? And are there enough of them? Because I I think Republicans have got to be thinking there's more of them that would vote for. Nikki Haley, yes, then would vote for Trump. I mean, we can just—that's right. that's pretty much guaranteed, right? I mean, some people were motivated so. uh, in the last election to vote against Trump. Yeah, so I would I, think so. I would think that that's the case. So you, I would also think then that the Republicans would like for Nikki Haley to be the candidate. Well, but they almost—they might say, well, yeah, but if it's not Trump, a big part of your forty-eight percent base might be like, I'm out. Right, it's you a, guys screwed Trump again. I'm not voting. Yeah, it's all fixed. Right, uh, stolen. That's a problem. Whatever. It's a broken system. You guys are all part of it. Yeah. Right, I'm not voting because Trump's Nikki not going to endorse. No, anyone. that's the he's, thing. He's right, not going so, to endorse anybody. You're almost, you're, lack of a better term, you're held hostage. Yep. Because if you they don't, have been for years now. Right. If you don't put Trump up there, then you've got this. I think you have more of a base who wouldn't vote. Not that they'll go vote for Biden, but just wouldn't vote. As opposed to Democrats who might be like, well, let me hear what Nikki Haley has to say. I don't know anything about her. Right. You know, right. Absolutely. And I and, and I've never voted anything other than Democrat. But I don't know that much about Nikki Haley. Right. So I am one of those people who are like, let me hear. I feel fairly confident after I hear her, I'll be like, okay, I'm good. But I'm still that guy that's like, well, let me hear what she has to say. I don't know. Is she closer to Romney? You know what I mean? Like yeah. is she closer to normal McCain than when McCain went all oh, weirdo, right? Like all right, let me listen. Did they actually put up a moderate, right? Yeah. Uh, that would be my first thought, and my guess is no, but I would listen to her. Right. I think there's a lot of people like that. Right. And so, but I guess... But I think there's more people we won't have to out there long. in the Republican side who would be like, yeah, if it's not Trump, it's Trump or bust. I agree. I, I agree. And you're right, it would... All come back to it was rigged against yeah, him. Of course. He's an outsider, and that's why yeah. they don't want him in there. He'd blah, probably blah. run third party. Yeah, if he could, right? Now I'm you're sure. really screwed. Like you know, you just you, if you're a Republican, Boy, you got to put him up. Democrats would love. Got to put him up. Democrats would love that. Uh, the guy who survived the the truck crash in Indiana. Have you guys seen any of the video? I know I had it in headlines a couple different times. I think every day that it had been in the news, we kind of ran out of time to talk about it, but. He was on a uh, on his way to a funeral. Okay, this guy in Indiana. He's dr- driving a truck. Uh, I think it was an F one hundred and fifty. Driving a truck to a funeral. He swerves to miss a deer, and his truck goes off a bridge and falls off this bridge and lands underneath this bridge. The truck is completely destroyed, and he is trapped inside the truck. Have you guys seen any of this? No. Have you haven't seen any of the footage of him. Mm-mm, no. Okay, so he's trapped down there for six days. Damn. Six days. His phone is wedged over on the passenger side. He can't get to it. He says he can't quite feel his legs. 
Okay. And in order to survive, all we knew after he'd made it to the hospital and he was alive was that he'd said he'd been drinking rainwater. But now he started to do some interviews and explain yeah. exactly what was going My on. football coach would be pissed, man. What? Why? Well, we used to run. There was always this kid who used to drink rainwater. He'd be like, God damn it, Jimmy. That's how you. And I can still hear him. My buddy sometimes will still text every once in a while with that line. God damn it, Jimmy. That's how you get hepatitis. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, like, that's you don't how you need get. to drink pond water that's how you at get, school, I don't think. Well, it was, he wouldn't rainwater. let us get water. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it was back in football gotcha. in the day when they wouldn't They're let you drink. To make so it be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you'll, you'll have water when I see you get water. Now it's gotcha. like I'm thirsty. Like, please, can I get you water? Right. Okay. Right. Please okay. take up, go take a swim. Yeah. Exactly. Do you need a doctor? Let's just bring the doctor in anyway. <laughs> right. Well, uh, this is Matthew, and he's, uh, like I said, doing interviews now describing how he survived. What did you eat? What did you drink? Um, so I didn't eat anything. All the water and stuff from the road above me would wash down and land right in my sunroof. And I would take my sweatpants to where it would collect that water, and then I would basically suck the water out of my sweatpants. Who I hasn't done that? Feel the lower part Don't of my suck leg. Suck the water out of your wrong. sweatpants. Yeah. His phone wedged on the huh? other side of the dashboard. I was just yelling, you know, please somebody help me. And I could hear sirens and I could hear voices out in the distance. And I would yell and nothing. I mean, this guy's truck doesn't look like. It doesn't look like it's so hidden. It's You know what I mean? It's not like it fell down under bridge also into a bunch of brush and tree limbs mm-hmm. and everything else. It's not buried. It's right there. It's right under the bridge. You would think almost that a car coming a certain direction would be able to see a piece of it, but I guess you can't because it was over six days that he's down there trapped and he's screaming and no one can find him. That's the other thing, too. People were expecting you at this funeral, right? So. Mm-hmm. Right. Are they are are they looking for you? Yeah, they're looking for him, but not under this bridge. Right, and it, God, it's just you know you've heard stories in the past of, of cars that go into the water or a car that that wrecks, I guess, off into the woods and they can't find it. But to be right there, right off this road, and just be under that bridge. Well, luckily, a, a guy and his son were out. Uh, it might have been his son-in-law were out fishing. They were looking for a spot to fish, and they walk up to this creek, river, whatever the hell it is to go fishing, and they see this mangled truck. And as they get closer, they see there's a guy alive inside the truck. Of course, at that point, they don't know that he's been there for six-plus days. But if they hadn't found him, he was a dead man. He said he considered suicide. Yeah, like, right? I, fi- I figured, you know, I got to a point where I was just like, it's hopeless. This is how I'm dying, and this is not good. And he said he considered suicide, but then he started thinking about his family, his best friend. Like, I, you know, I, I should try and stay alive. But I was kind of curious, like, how, if you couldn't move, how are you going to commit suicide? How are you going to kill yourself? Right. How are you going to do it? And maybe he had a way. Can't maybe move. he said in some other interview, I don't know, maybe there's broken glass there. I don't know. But my he could move then, enough to. Uh, broken glass makes sense. Yeah, yeah but my fear would be I'd try and exactly. I would not just hurt. Exactly. Now oh, I'm losing man. blood and I've, I feel like I'm going to throw up and run out all this blood, right? <laughs> right? And I need that fluid. Ah! Yeah. Six days, man. That's, that's crazy. And imagine, imagine if you're the one who finds him. You and your son go out looking for a fishing hole and you see this mangled. You couldn't tell what kind of car it was. I mean, it was basically just the cab, uh, cabin of the, uh, the, uh, the cab of the truck, and everything else around it was completely spa- smashed. When it fell off the bridge, he must have rolled. I'd, I'd like to see an animation, a recreation of how it got like this, because it looks like if he went off the bridge, he said he went through the guardrail. You landed right there, just right under the bridge, but it looked like you took a tumble about 100 different times. I mean, he's lucky he landed upright. Right. That's the thing. If he had landed the other way, he would almost certainly be dead. But, of course, now that family... Uh, I'm sure they'll be uh, at least phoning each other on the holidays, if not right, becoming sure. close friends, because they totally saved his life. 
The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. We're finishing Doom Schooling, my yeah. man. So I told you guys there's uh, some news about Madonna that she's being sued by fans for something. I've never heard of this before, but if I'd known that you could sue artists for this, you would have done it. I probably wouldn't have. I certainly could have. I'm sure we all could have. We're going to start with Madonna, the material girl. She's That's in some hot water for being late to her own shows. Two mm. fans have filed a lawsuit against Madonna, accusing her of, quote, false advertising, negligent misrepresentation, and unfair deceptive trade practices after she started her celebration tour concerts hours late in Brooklyn last month. The civil lawsuit says she arrived over two hours late to three of her shows, two of which took place during a work week, Wednesday and Thursday nights. One of those nights, the seven-time Grammy winner, didn't take the stage until almost 11 p.m. What? The suit lists Madonna, Live Nation, and the venue, Barclays Center, as defendants. Wow. The venue, the promoter, and the artist all getting sued. And I like how they mix in, like, it was a school night, and it was a weeknight. She didn't go on until almost 11. I've been at those shows. Where Mostly hip-hop shows. It's always Man, Rihanna's going to get her ass sued. Rihanna's Is she always late? Horribly late. I know, stopped four going. Four hours late. I used to try and go to a lot of hip-hop shows, or I did go to a lot of them when I, you know, in my 20s. I guess a lot of people go to a lot of shows yeah. in their 20s. And I just started to get really, really leery of the whole idea. If someone's like, hey, Ghostface Kill is going to be in Lawrence, I'm like, ah, what is he? <laughs> and is I actually, that, I say him because I saw him one time, I think it was in Lawrence, and it was at this point I already knew like the people who who uh, whatever I'm not gonna you know get in trouble for saying the name wrong because I don't remember who it was so I won't say, try and say but I knew that it was like the same promoter that would put on these shows and I knew that we'd been to some of these shows and they like artists didn't show up at all sure and I was like they never even booked this person like they just right. lied about it so I was really really suspicious of this whole thing it was also on a weeknight and I just thought we're gonna be waiting here all night and I remember he w- if if he was supposed to go on let's say at like ten. Then but an hour after he was supposed to have gone on, and it's late at this point. There's no one else left. The openers are done. They say, hey, we just got word. His plane just landed. Now he's just got to drive to Lawrence. And I was like, I am leaving. Right. I, this guy right. is not showing up. I heard he actually did show up that night. Really? But still, it's no, ridiculous. And there are a lot of those where, they, where artists don't show up. I know those, that makes sense, promoters getting in trouble for that. They'll find out sometimes that promoters... Well, Fire Festival is a great example of a, a, a huge national story version, but it happens locally. Uh, or it used to uh, quite regularly. Yeah. I assume it still does, where they'll say, we have this person, this person, this person, and here's our headliner, and that headliner was never spoken to. They didn't... They didn't it's like uh, Wayne's World a little bit, you know? Except at least with Wayne's World, they magically did appear. But, uh, you know, they sell the tickets, and then I guess they hope that they're going to what? Lazo, you put on shows, get out of town... I'm going to promote the show. I'm a you know up and coming promoter. I'm not really yeah. a promoter. And you sell the tickets. You find a venue that's willing to work with you. You never actually book the star, and then right. you just what skip town. Hope that they don't sue you. They're going to sue yeah, you. Who's going to sue you? Right. Well, I guess the fans would have to sue you. Right. right? Would like, the club uh, sue you? The club's like, well, the people who came thought he was going to be here anyway, or she. Whatever. Right. Now, for being late, though, I definitely wouldn't have thought you could sue for that. But not for late. Not for a start. I can time. understand being frustrated. She didn't go on until 11 p.m. They don't refund night. tickets a lot. So, you know, you say, right. hey, next person, next time this band comes to town, we'll give you free tickets, but they may never come. Yeah. I've never heard of, I, I don't recall you ever saying that you were worried about an artist 
getting out on stage on time unless it was in the context of we've got to get these other artists out afterwards and make sure that everybody stays well, on There's times where they haven't showed up. Sure, that's a fear, you know? right? I mean, yeah. that's always a like fear. Get caught in an airport or something. Yeah, the PJ plane breaks Hardy, down. Was yep. caught in an airport, couldn't get the, a passport or something. Yeah, there's been a couple where like the van broke down sure. or the or they got snowed in in the last city. We had yep. quite a few of those over the yeah. years, and I don't think you can sue for that. So, but being late, I don't think you can sue if they don't show up. As long as someone plays, I just wondered if the uh, I think all those tickets say, you know, lineup subject to change. Right, and as long as she played, which they're not saying she didn't play, so if they'd said, now if the shows were, I have heard of people getting mad about a show being extra short because maybe they were so late that they only had like 10 minutes before the the curfew or whatever, usually, but that doesn't, yeah, that usually, doesn't usually win you anything because anyway. Usually in those contracts, they'll say you guarantee to play 60 minutes. Oh, okay. So in most, that I can't, I don't know any of those that have ever happened where they played short. Oh. Shorter than what was in the contract. I remember a couple. There was... Like, a lot of them are like, you guarantee to play 65 minutes. You guarantee to play 45 minutes. You guarantee to play 25 minutes. Okay. Those are usually covered in the contract. Yeah, and then, so if they go in and just do one song, you're like, you're not getting paid. Wasn't it? You won't get paid. Wasn't it like a... Didn't it happen with Depeche Mode or somebody big one time? The guy got... He said he was sick or something? Yeah, he was sick. And so they so did what? Like they said, if they came back, you, they guarantee the tickets. Oh, so that's how they covered. But the that band, okay. if you if you remember, the guy left the stage. The rest of the band finished some songs and then left. I the reason there. why they finished those songs was because in their contract they had to play fifty minutes. It's not fifty uh, minutes with David Kahan. Okay, it's fifty minutes. So okay. they played some songs without him. I was not there, but I do remember people talking about that show, and I do remember some people. That most people seemed very upset, but I do remember some people being like, hey, I'm just happy that I can say I've seen Depeche Mode. And I was like, sure. well, that's the right attitude. Right. There you go, because all I've heard this week is people furious about it. But I didn't realize that they went. And if I did, I've totally forgotten that the other guys continued to play without them. So that part makes sense that you have some sort of a minimum. You have to play at least this long. And there's been tons of instances where an artist shows up drunk, right? Yeah. We've heard those stories. They show up drunk. They don't finish the show, whatever. And I would assume that in those instances, it's similar to what you're talking about, where it's like, hey, if they come back or... They refund the tickets. Yeah, then, then well, but maybe they don't actually pay, do they a don't refund. The, they don't pay the artist then. Yeah. If they break the contract. Okay. Now, you know who I'll bet is never late and always puts on one hell of a show is Dave Draymond from Disturbed. Am I right? Mm. I guarantee that guy puts on I bet. a good show, and I'll bet he's right on time. I don't know if you guys saw this. This clip is kind of going viral, but at a Disturbed show, there were some girls, and Dave, Dave, Dave Draymond, Draymond yeah. asked these girls to come up uh, on stage, I guess. I only saw where it started with him already talking to these girls. But he's asking them about, um, you know, hey, uh, where are you from? One of those kind of things it looks like. Glad you're here and you decided to come to this show instead of a Taylor Swift show. Something along those lines. Um I may have that actual uh, part of the audio, but that's what sets it up if it's not in here. I take it that you came to the Disturbed concert as opposed to the Taylor Swift concert means that your parents are raising you on rock and roll. Hey, don't forget, Taylor Swift still kicks ass. Yeah, okay. Don't you boo her. I will stand up and applaud any pop artist that gets up on stage and sings live and plays a guitar live in front of a whole group of thousands of girls and guys, young fans, Taylor Swift, she's for real. And she's making sure that an entire generation of new music fans understand what it means to actually play music live. There you go. Rock and roll! Rock and roll, baby. Woo! Is that why... 
Or is that? Well, oh, that's drowning yeah. pool, right? No, drowning no. pool is let the bodies hit the floor. Oh, mm. yeah. which one do you like better? Uh, disturbed. Okay, disturbed I, I don't is. Oh, any other song? Dis- disturbed is uh, bigger. I w- than drowning. I would think pool. so. Yeah. I don't know if drowning pool is still yeah. still a thing. So different than my first concert was the Violent Femmes and Prince was across the street and they they did the same thing. They said thank you for coming. Oh, really? You, they mentioned yeah, it? They didn't say how great print. They said you could be across the street seeing the purple penis right now. Oh, so they took a little. Uh, uh-huh. little they all came out in purple. Uh, nightgowns. Purple nightgowns, as a matter of fact, with planters on their head. I didn't understand the planters. That was your first show? My very first concert. Revival <laughs> Femmes. Quite a bit cooler than most people's first shows. I don't know. Maybe some people have good first shows because they're actually wanting to go, but... I would assume that a lot of first concerts you, 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 with your parents, you know, that they take you to a show. Maybe maybe you did. don't count those. I don't yeah, know, maybe but, they did, but I don't remember them. I count mine because I just I know that it was I, I know it was my first concert. And it was a little river. No, band. the first one I wanted to go to. Yes, first, the first one, one I remember. First one I wanted to. My go sister's to boyfriend drove us. Up. Yeah, you got to get a ride. Right. He, back, yeah, he was like, I'll tell you guys. He was a musician. He like, but he had never really heard of the Violent Femmes. He was more of a. Uh, you know, Zeppelin fan. Okay. When we got in there, he was laughing. He's like, man, it's crazy. I thought it was funny. I, yeah, I just remember you know, he was quite Devo. a bit older than us, and he was like, man, those dudes in nightgowns. <laughs> this was great. Like, he wasn't opposed to it. Just yeah. like, man, and these guys, man, didn't know about it. They could not play their instruments. What is happening? Like, this is cool. And I remember getting in the car. I'm like, man, he's going to hate it. He bought us beer and stuff. He's like, no, I loved it, man. What a, what a weird thing. Oh, it's I'm nice like, yeah. of him, right? Yeah. Give you the ride. I went to see Little well, River Band. one of those guys who love music. You know, no, he that helps too. love music yeah. that we love, but, yeah. you know, but he Car- loved Santana and Just Zeppelin. Just like music, and, but, yeah. real but it was enough yeah. to be like, yeah, I, I, who are these kids I'm interested. Yeah, Let's I, go. I'm what, interested. What are, they're called the Violent Femmes. Okay. Yeah. Let's go check it out. I think even if I cancel my first concert because I say, well, my mom took me with her friends, which was that Little River Band show, then... The first concert I wanted to go to, my brother drove me to, would have been Rush. So it's not. Mm. The, now, now you're getting to like, what was the first good show you went to, right? Like, what right. was the first cool show that you went to? Well, I mean, my first one was that Violent Femme show. And then, like, within two weeks was that Victory Tour I told you about, the Jackson yeah. 5 or whatever. Yeah. Which I we read about last week, some sort of uh, reunion thing that I had no idea had ever happened. What was it, like, 80... I don't know. We looked it up last okay. week. Go back and listen to the podcast. I remember that being the same Five. weeks. Yeah. First show I drove to was Beastie Boys, and I think that's the first show I bought the tickets for. I know it was. that I went and bought the tickets and then drove to the show. I had just turned 16 because uh, my brother bought me the tickets to see Rush for, like, my birthday or something like that, Christmas or my birthday. It must have been my birthday. It was summertime. Right. And then Little River Band, you know, I think right. someone won. River Band. I think someone won tickets off the radio station. for. I know they did. My they mom's friend won Little tickets. So shit, my mom's friend used to win stuff on the radio all the time. So we would go see all these movies, these terrible movies, but she'd win these premiere tickets and then take us to other stuff, including concerts. And oh, the, first, nice of her. the first one was Little River Band. Snowcone, are you familiar she with She was probably blowing all the DJs. She probably was. You know, looking that's how back, she won all the stuff, yeah. Looking back, I know she Call listens. I know she listens, so. She the hot one? Well. The one who messaged not, me? She, she's not ugly. From, from Florida? Different woman. No, mm. Yep, different, uh, different one. What up? Snowcone, you know Little River Band? Like, I'll get you tickets whatever fan? concert you want, lady. Mm, I know of them. Would you be able to say what their hit was or anything, or one of their songs? Reminiscing. Is? Was that the song? Mm, no, I, I, can't, I couldn't tell you. I thought Lonesome Loser was their mm, big one. Yeah, was reminis- did they sing Reminiscing? I don't know. 
I know that by the end he was like, now I know you guys are ready for this one. And then he started doing it. I was like, so this is their song? Right. And then afterwards they said, somebody, I think my mom's friend said, well, it's too bad that he's not the real lead singer. And I was like, huh? Mm, man, even so back then. I guess I got a different lead singer already? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's all I know about them. I thought, I know that there were other bands there that were better. America was better. I can't believe Lady America didn't headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Le- that's somebody bigger. just said Lady. I think Little River Band was reminiscing. And Lonesome Loser. Look right? up, yeah, look up Reminiscing. See Have if that's. You heard of, yeah, can you? Well, I guess it's easier for me to play. And Reminiscing. <laughs> yeah, right? that isn't that it? Songs. I think that's Is no. that what it is? And I'll find out. But, you know, America opened up that show. Uh, a horse I, in a desert with no name? Well, they're a better band than Little River Band. Mm, boy, I don't know. I mean, they're a, they're a whatever, you know, a baby boomer folk rock band, whatever, but they're. They're no bread, they're man. They're cooler. Huh? They're, no, they're no bread. Uh, was Brad at that show? No, Poco was the other oh, band at Poco. that show. It was close, right? Okay, Little River Band, looking for, reminiscing is one we're looking for, right? Yeah, is that, a, is that one of their songs? It looks like it is. Okay, we'll just have go. to pull this thing up here, and hopefully this doesn't bust your eardrums, Snow Cone. I'm going to unmute this. Should I fast forward a little, or? I can't imagine why. Sounds like a Christmas song right now. Oh, this is them? Crazy. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I know the song. They didn't play this? I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Yeah. I did not know this. This isn't their biggest song, though? It could be. Uh, let me see. When I type in Little River Band. Little River Band. Snowcon, you could probably find this on... Well, I don't know if it would give it... This has got to be their biggest song. Yeah, it looks like this is probably their biggest song. Yeah, I don't even see... There's Cool Change. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That's them? Lonesome Loser. Yeah, it looks like this song's bigger. There you go. What did they call this era of uh, this this genre? Lady was not Little River Band. No, it was no. Sticks, it's right? Sticks. Lady. You're bum, my bum, bum, lady. You're my lady. Something of the sea or something yes, stupid. That band was so stupid. That's Sticks. Yeah, that's Sticks. That's Adam Sandler's stuff. What did they call this genre, this Little River Band? Oh, this guy says Little River Band had a song called Lady. Different oh, and it was song. different? Okay. That I don't know. Well, that could be. Well, now you're talking deep two ladies, little river band cuts. Right. That's, you know. Two ladies, that's too But the much. big song from Sticks was Lady. Yeah. If you say song called Lady that was a classic yeah. rock song, you say Sticks, right? Okay, this is Little River Band. Luckily for you guys, this was remastered recently. Is it Lady? It says this is Lady. I'm not familiar yet. Are you? No. Ringing any bells, anybody? Oh, yeah, Okay. Of course. This is them. Wow, they had more songs than I thought. You recognize it now? No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Good call. Good job. Sorry, Twitch. Tommy M.F. Lee. We Good should, job. shouldn't have doubted you. That was rude. Afternoon Delight. That wasn't Little River Band. That was Chicago, no, right? Yes, that was Chicago. Which, back no? to my question. What Afternoon no, Delight was not Chicago. Chicago. It was... Um, it is Chicago. No. What well, it's hell? one of these bands. It was... Starwind Vocal Band. Oh. oh, it's one of those things. What do you call this genre? What was that called? Soft rock. But is, was that it? It was just soft yeah, rock yeah. of the 70s? 70s, 70s soft, soft rock. rock. Yeah. I was thinking there was another name for it for some reason. Uh, and would you consider REO Speedwagon yeah. part, part of that? But right? they, but they started off a little rock. stronger like a classic, but then they kind of turned into soft rock. rock but they right? were like, yeah, when that got popular, they were like, yeah, we could write some of these songs. Okay. I would say REO Speedwagon is more classic rock. They're the Speedwagon, man. 
Ariel Speedwagon is much more rock than Little River Band. Why not arguing that? Well, Little River Band. Okay, I didn't know that. I, I thought you were going to say Chicago, and I was like, well, of no, course. No, Chicago's rock. more rock than Little River Band. What? Really? Little River Band is like, yeah. Sticks is more rock than Little River Band. Well, Sticks is more something. I don't know what that is, but yes, I guess I would say Sticks is more rock. Sticks has got to be just one of the worst bands. Mm. Like listening to them as far as a classic rock, if you if you're locked in a closet listening to classic rock, Sticks is and Meatloaf. I, I never know, understood. I think the you're talking about later Sticks. You're not really talking about pieces of age Sticks. Well, you know what? Maybe I need to go back and revisit some right. of that stuff. Uh, I'm sure Snowcone. You listen to any early sticks? Were you no, a I sticks hate fan? sticks. Pieces but, of eight. But you guys he, like did you that? go back and listen to the early stuff? That's no, why they call me. Why did they do a working man song? Blue collar. Well, working man is rough. I know they do a song like it too. Well, I'll have to dig into that tonight. That'll be my homework for the evening. Um, but speaking of good music, you guys remember El King? Remember exes and O's yeah. around me or whatever. That's all I know. And she's Rob Schneider's daughter. Yeah. She was drunk, allegedly, at oh, Dolly Parton's no. birthday party. But someone on Twitch pointed out during the break, I said, I asked Twitch if they'd seen this uh, video. They said, which one? She's been drunk before. before. I got on YouTube and I typed in L King drunk. I actually found something from a New Year's party. I found something from some other event. So maybe she, maybe she just, you know, likes to drink a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily anything wrong with that. It would seem that the problem with this one is that the people at this Dolly Parton birthday, they seem very wholesome. Like, hey, this yeah. is supposed to be a wholesome event, young lady. This is Dolly Parton. You're drunk. You ain't getting your money back. I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing, Mr. Good. Because you ain't getting it. She does not yeah. sound like that. Why does she sound like that? We've had her in the studio. She does not sound like that. I don't understand. Is that like a... Is that what she does, though, sober now? Because someone said she's full country now. I'll, I'll tell you one thing more. I'll tell you one thing more. Hi, my name is LK. I'm f***ing hammered. Oh, people are mad at her. Some people got mad, yeah. That's all right, Al. You get drunk. Yeah. You're allowed to be drunk. I'll celebrate a birthday in one way or two. Hell, let's give him one of yours. How about that? I don't know. How about Go that? Go ahead. Why don't you give me this Let me see. If I, I tell you one thing. I can barely play another person's song. Let me see if I can play one of mine. Do you think she gets drunk? She starts talking like this, or does right. she just talk like that now? I don't know. You know, people have their uh, yeah, alter egos or whatever. Right. Maybe she has an alter ego. and Because they're saying... On when the, I lived in the South, I would date country. girls, and they would sound normal until the police came. And Always, then, if we got pulled over, there's just something about this Southern Belt thing that would come out and be like, "I'm sorry, officer," like and you'd be like, "Pouty Southern wait, thing." What? Yeah, where, what? where was this? In Jacksonville. In Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know it, that she was country. So, but to hear mm-hmm. her talking like that, I was like, "Man, that seems odd." I don't know anything about her background. I just know that Rob Schneider's her dad. I don't think Rob Schneider talks like that. But hey, you know, do your thing. I don't. I think there's uh, worse things you could have done. Then got drunk at Dolly Parton's birthday party. I it's think, a birthday party. Uh, right, relax, Now, if you think people. it's a problem and it seems to keep happening, which it looks like on YouTube, maybe it does. But you have to decide whether or not you care. She seems to be doing just fine. Yeah, there's no rule that says that's necessarily a bad thing. So leave L alone. It's a church of <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Going on, hot shot. Not much. Okay, what about you, Jason Kelsey, huh? That was an ama- That that was probably the biggest surprise of the game, right? He stole the show because we've been seeing Taylor Swift, and uh, I assume that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. And then to see the cameras go to him, and there he is with his shirt off, holding the Bud Light, and just going crazy with his Chiefs hat on. Yeah, I thought it was Wasn't fun. Expect- it was cool. It was good to see. It was that. fun, man. I saw him uh, get emotional on his podcast. Did you see that? Talking no, to did that come up today? Uh, which one? At least I think it comes yes. out on Wednesdays, doesn't it? Yeah, Wednesdays are the so podcast. Then, so then it must have been last week's episode, I Got guess. Um, because when, when was the last Philly playoff game? It was a weekend before. Yeah. It was just last weekend, yeah. So it was after that. And uh, you could tell he was, he was saying that there's been a lot of people say, man, if that was your last game, that sucks for you. That, you know, I feel bad for you that that was your last game. And he's like, man, don't that, that that's not true. And then he just got emotionally couldn't talk. Right. And then Travis is like, it's all right, man. Hey, you know what? It's all love, whatever. So it would yeah, be very tough. Very few I mean, people go out on top, man. Right. Exactly. You can't ask to go out on top because it's, as you just said, very extremely rare. And no matter. Because, but, but also, it's hard to retire on top. Right. Like I, why would you? Right. Like, hey, I'm top. still the best. Why yep. am I retiring? So that's why it's hard. Yep, absolutely. Very and, few people. Elway, right? And some people do it and then come back. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I was still really good. And no matter what you do, if you do something as long as he has, which with football, you know, you've been doing it since he was a little kid. But would you say he's been the best center in the NFL the last? Boy. I hear people say that all the time. I know. I, I don't I don't know. know if that's true or not. I don't know. I don't know who the best centers are. Okay. Uh, like I really don't know. I know people like but people say that. I'm like, really, you study the centers? Right. Who studies the center? I don't know the answer to that. I know the Pounceys and Pittsburgh were supposed to be great, but I have no idea. Yeah. Really no idea who the best center in football but is. But people do say it a lot. You've heard people they say do. it. They right? do. Yeah, and of course. And maybe he is. I'm just saying, right. I watch a lot of football. I know that Alabama center wasn't very good. You is know, it's it like if they're they not good, snake? if you're not good, you see it. You know what I mean? 
I was that Creed Humphrey for the Chiefs, man, pulling a center and having him go out and block. I was like, well, that's that's good. I'll well, say he's the best center. Like I, I thought it was. Just I a don't know that I've ever seen that. I thought maybe it was just a sports thing, and that yeah, of course he's the best center. You know, and that well, you I'm do sure watch stuff say like that. that right? I'm just I don't know. Being difficult to make sure he's the best center ever. But but people say that he's good, and they also say he's I, clearly I've good. That not only that, but that he. It's not like they say he wasn't um, struggling in these well, last there you few go, years. Pilgrim, it's easier to spot a bad center than it is a great. One. Yeah, but the, the only thing I think that Creed Humphrey guy is him pulling after snapping. I don't know how you do that. That's good. And he snaps I mean, it, then runs around the end. You know, usually that's a guard or a tackle. See something impressive like that, you know it. But if someone watches centers or studies centers, maybe they've decided Jason I'm was sure the best. I'm sure there is. I don't know. Uh, and I guarantee you there's people who study centers. So. Certainly in that documentary, you watched the Kelsey documentary, right? Did everyone watch that? The Was it just called Kelsey? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I watched it. Uh, yeah. They definitely. You heard a lot of people in that. Of course, it's a documentary about him, but you heard a lot of people talking about uh He absolutely could be the best ever. And they talked about how he didn't he didn't seem to degrade. He was doing really really well, continuing to play really sure. really well. I think they some of them were someone was saying that he'd actually was playing like the best he'd played in the last couple how of years. Do I don't know if that's true or not. And again, I don't know how you would quantify that. I know. I that, mean, they have stats like how many pressures did you give yeah. up? How many? They do it. I just don't. I'm sure they do. I just. Don't know anything about it. It's not the kind of thing that they ramble off during a normal broadcast, a network broadcast. But the point is, he's been very good. I mean, if you make it to the NFL, you're good. And he's done it for how many years? 13 years, I think is what I've heard them say. I think 13 years. I don't know, 12 or 13 seasons. It would be tough to be done. You know, it would be emotional. You'd be sad when it's over. It would suck. And it's not like, you know, you go play a different type of football after this or whatever. When you retire from something like athletics from football you're done now you can you know maybe you go coach whatever but this era this part of your life which is all you've known since you were a kid is i'm over. looking up the greatest centers of all time okay i wonder when this list came out because i just yeah. assume if it's recent they'll just put kelsey at the top but maybe they're using numbers actual data to quantify it jim otto is number one there you go then chuck bednarik mel hine Dwight Stevenson, I remember him. I like for? this guy, Bulldog Turner. That's I'm going to go with Bulldog Turner. Like that. Played uh, from 1940 obviously. to 1952. Obviously the best. For the Chicago Bears. Yes. Bulldog Turner is the best. There's no debate about <clears throat> it. You... Mike Webster, I remember him. Dermani Dawson, none better. Frank Gatsky, nobody better than Bulldog no. Turner. Randy Cross. You had me a Bulldog. Clearly the best. So wait, they don't even have Jason on there. Yet? I do like. Are you Olin, going from bottom Olin to top? Fruits. I'm going from bottom to top. Dan Deardorff. Oh, so these players are getting better? No, they're getting worse. Oh, so they're going top to bottom. Okay. I they don't know. That was written in. Who are the 20 best centers of all time? This was written in 2023. Hmm. Interesting. What does Twitch say? Oh, they say Jason. They say here you go. According to Pro Football Focus, here are the best centers in the NFL in 2023. Creed Humphrey. Then Jason Kelsey. Okay, so he's up there. Then Corin Lindsay, then Frank Ragnow. These are the guys in 2023, so there you go. I mean, do you remember any centers that played for the Lions when you were a kid? Frank Ragnow plays right now. But I'm saying, when you were a kid, do you remember the names of any centers? No, I remember some offensive linemen, that's it. Yeah. Alex English. Yeah. I think I remember him. I got a picture signed by him one time at the mall. But the center, I'm trying to think, who was the center? Was... 
We're going down to all time here. Who who's the chief? There is a chief center that I should know as a lifelong Chiefs fan, right? Creed Humphrey. Creed Humphrey, huh? He's the center now. No, I'm saying like that's that that's the biggest name at center that we've ever had. I feel like there was. This says Jason Kelsey is number six all time. I mean, there was a, so he's behind Dwight Stevenson, Jim Otto, Mike Webster, Travis Frederick, no, and Chunk Bednarik. But I'm going with Bulldog Turner, whatever his name was. Well, Bulldog. Oh, I don't know who I'm thinking of. But maybe <coughs> it wasn't a center. I thought there was someone from the 90s. Uh, speaking of data, that's not a very good transition. I guess we weren't really yeah, talking we weren't about data that much. Well, you all. said there is some data that could quantify how good a center is, I guess. I no, forgot that we kind of stopped talking about this. that. And just, huh? you know, be done there. What? Are we done? Done? Are we out no, of time? No, I'm just saying be done there. We don't need to move on to Well, I was going to be done. I was going to be done. I was trying to get out of this. Yeah, That's I, what I was, was trying to do. Ever so un- I missed my opportunity. Yeah. I admitted it, though. Right. I was like, you know what? You didn't say the thing about data. That was a long time ago. Yeah, Bulldog got- Turner. Speaking of Bulldogs. Yeah. Speaking of Bulldogs. I, like I got. A- whoa, whoa. <laughs> The Church of Laszlo. Yo! Did you figure it out? Mm, I can't remember the guy's name. I'm trying to see. Snowcone, do you remember? We've been talking about it in here, but I don't think you Eli Zarrett, but he's not the crack guy. But Eli Zarrett was a big guy when I was growing up. Do I remember who? Do you, do you remember as a kid who, maybe it's more than one, of the big sports casters on the local TV news was? No. The only one I really know now is that Jack Harry guy. Jack Harry's a good answer, though. Someone, because I said Frank Bull, and then someone said Jack Harry. I looked up Jack Harry, and I realized I was envisioning uh, Jack Harry. But I found Frank Bull. Yeah, I remember him. And then, of course, Lynn Dawson. Though I mean, I don't know how you could yeah, Lynn Dawson, forget Lynn Dawson. Obviously. But someone else did a really good job of remembering uh, Karen Kornacki. That's a, no, I couldn't I haven't think, heard that name in so I couldn't long. think of her name. I could see Karen her perfectly. Kornacki, that's right. But I couldn't think of it. Fred personally. Hickman. That was your big sports guy? Yeah, I think. Was he a former player or just a TV guy? I don't know who does it now. I used to hate Jack Harry because he doesn't like KU and he always kind of sneak in a little. But he was like the cool guy, right? I mean, he like looked cool. like He looked like an old, I don't know, golfer or something kind of, right? Yeah, he did. I mean, not that Lynn Dawson wasn't cool. Lynn, Lynn Dawson, I feel like if you lived in Kansas City at some point, you crossed his path. because. Legend. He came to high school games and everything else. You you ran into him at some point. I remember him coming to actually one of the high school football games. It was one of the times that uh, I met him. But I think he was also famous enough that he would do random autograph signings at a you know like yeah. a grocery store or yeah, something, or whatever. Come meet Lynn Dawson. Uh, but if you put if you set him aside because he was a national sports person too. I think he didn't he start inside the NFL or. Uh, is that what it was called? Inside the NFL, right? What was the Showtime show called? I think that was it. I think I he started it, but I could be wrong. That It was on up until recently. I don't think it's on anymore. Not with him, but uh, it stuck around for a long time. But if you put him aside, who was the biggest one? It's, so it's got to be Jack Harry, probably. And you and you remember him, you said. I do, yeah. Because he didn't like KU. Because he didn't like KU, yeah. Okay. Like and Lazo, I asked if he remembered one from when he was a kid, and he was like, ah, there was some guy with crack. There <laughs> was. Fred Hickman, I think that's it. He's dead, so I don't want to say. Someone said it was probably does Mayor Nick, Rob does Ford. Does Nick Wright count? No. Well, if you radio is a totally different thing if you're talking about who was on the radio when you were a kid. But I'm talking about like the, the 
what do they call it? The, the, the sports director at the local yeah. news station, yeah, has, sure. you know, and they do run the commercials weather with so-and-so sports with so-and-so and each network had their main sports and other people would be in there. You might even recognize them, but they weren't the boss. You knew who the boss was at each station. And then somewhere along the line, as you get older, you see them start to show up on TV and they look too young. Like that right. person can't be the sports person. He's younger than me. No, the sports person is supposed to be old, right? And kind of maybe slightly agitated. We had younger angry. guys. I remember growing up. Stu Clytenic. People and, liked him because he spoke with his hands. He was okay. always doing like you know. It was always Stu Clytenic in his hands. Was he had his Fred sports Hickman, event? Eli Zaret? They were big names. Okay. I mean, I'm sure that there were probably somebody. There were definitely younger people that. Well, the were big on there, news guy growing up is, and I mean, to me, to think that people still talk about him is. It was funny to me that Snowcone sent me an Instagram of the big news guy when I was oh, growing up, Bill Bonds. The Michigan guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What did he send you? He sent me his name because he was always doing funny stuff. He was like... That was really funny. He was a drunk. Okay. And everybody knew that. As a matter of fact, I mean, I feel safe to say, I don't know if he's alive or not, but my dad's best friend was uh, a cop, and he pulled him over. Oh, really? And he was wasted. He was like, go on, Bill. <laughs> like, just when Bill was like, all right, it was just 70s, you know? There were stories about that. Yeah, just let him go. It's Bill, but, right? But, yeah. um, you know, that was the big game. He was always drunk. And the, the thing that Snowcone sent me is he did this whole thing about how it was disgusting. Sports are taking over the world. And these proud universities are, you know, uh, uh, degrading themselves by turning into Ohio State fans, okay, and how or the news Michigan fans. people should be, you know, how right. the what the news and people should be. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Neutral and right. not root for oh, any okay. team, right? Okay. And you know, it's turning universities and, and they're showing team. highlights of like football games, right? And, and you like, can tell he's like he's kind of down on them. And they cut to some of the highlights and they come back. He's got like a Michigan hat, on okay, it. and okay. he's like kick their asses or whatever. Yeah, yeah, go so, blue, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a little easier to do in Detroit, too, because in Kansas City, you're right there on the state line. So, right. yeah, half the audience, KU fans. You know, right, sure. Of course, as far as the pro teams go, you didn't have to worry about that. But when it came to college sports, I guess the college sports thing, you probably had to deal with Michigan My dad State always used to say they had to buckle Bill Bonds in. I don't know if that's true or not. But whenever you be on the news, they're like, look, you can almost see his seatbelt. They have to buckle him in. He's so drunk. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. There were rumors. I, I, in my rumors head, that's a true story. I have no idea. At least, at least one of ours was known to be a, a heavy drinker, but I won't say any names. But do you remember who the big uh, – now, you, you had multiple networks. So let's say, I assume, three network uh, three. news things at the time. Two, four, and seven. And do you know, when you were a kid, w- did one of those stations advertise that they have the anchor, like the Ron Burgundy of town is – Bill Bonds. When you were a kid, that's that who was it was. It was Bill Bonds. Everyone else was – he had the ultimate – It didn't matter. Like he, now, I mean, he would be in trouble. He would be canceled. But it yeah. didn't matter. It was Bill Bonds. He was a drunk. You could see him out driving his car drunk. But he did, spo- but he did sports, right? No, he was, he the was head just anchor. the head guy. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Snowcone, if you're thinking back to who was the anchor in Kansas City, does one come to mind? The anchor? Yeah, like not a sports anchor, the news anchor that they advertise. We've got this person. Mm. And everyone else wishes they had this person. No, I can't really see. I mean, I know like Phil Witt. Thing. Phil Witt, I definitely remember. I think he was I think all about four. Brian Busby and Wezak. And this, uh, the weather thing is a little bit easier too because they advertise the weather people a lot. Oh, you know, what's his name? Be, uh, but I would Chris, say, what's her name's husband down the hall? 
Chris Katz. Uh, yeah, yeah. I would say when I was a kid, I think it was Larry Moore. Larry Moore. Yeah, Larry I think Moore. he I was the Larry one. Moore. As a kid, I just recall it being like, we're the number one news channel, and this is the number one team, and look, everyone else just wants to be like us. Yeah, and they I, always I, would, I would say Larry Moore were. is probably the guy. Because at least locally, it felt like you had one of the networks decided, we're going to be the serious ones. And we, that's because we do so well. Right. And we're number one. Then, so then another network would be like, we're going to have more fun. Because, you know, we need to do something to catch up with number one. So we're going to be your friend a little bit more. We're not yeah. going to be as serious. And uh, I would say way more is the guy. It was kind of a, a battle for that. But, yeah, I felt like when it came to who's the actual news person, it was Larry Moore, right? And then the, the woman that worked by his side, I think she's the head anchor now, I think. She was at least for a while uh, afterwards. Someone on Twitch will know who I'm talking about. But I just don't know that they still do that anymore. They, I don't see them advertise. This is saying that Larry Moore was known as Mr. Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, he was, he was the Ron Burgundy, yeah. I think. Yeah. And then whoever his co-anchor was, I think, took over. And I think she might still be there. But I just don't think that that's – I don't know they still do that. I think they advertise weather people still. I think they'll yeah, put up billboards sure. and say, we've got this weather person. But I haven't seen one. Yeah, Laura Moritz. Thank you. Laura Moritz. Uh, I, I think that's what I'm talking about. Wasn't she uh, Larry Moore's – or co-anchor back in the day. Anyway, don't repeat everything that you see there on mm-hmm. Twitch because that's definitely not true. Uh, but, yeah, I just don't see that anymore. May, uh, people watch local news. According to ratings, people still watch local news. Mm-hmm. But I don't see them advertising the, no. you know, those Ron Burgundy days are kind of over. They may do it in other cities. I dated that weather girl. That was fun. You dated a weather girl. A lot of those people, they go through, it seems like they'll, they'll cycle through a lot of these young people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That just It's like every t- even if you watch the news regularly, which I'll go through phases where I kind of do, that you'll see that those faces change a lot. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, the, she moved to like Minnesota or something. You know, it's just, just like radio. It's all the same, trying to get to the bigger yeah. bigger market, yeah. bigger city. Yeah. Start at your college station and then yeah. maybe get a job in some I know she was city. from there and went to school at MU and then worked here for a little bit. But it was always in hopes to get back to, you know, it's like Danny Parkins going to Chicago. Want to get home. Yeah, yeah. want to get home. Yeah. And I always thought, too, that if you're one of those on-the-scene reporters when you join, because that's how most of the new people are, right? It's like, now we're going to throw it to so-and-so. She's out at the game. Those people, I assume, their goal is to move up to get behind the desk and eventually still become the the mm-hmm. head the lead anchor mm-hmm. is that still the 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 goal the trajectory for local news i would think so but I, at least in Kansas City it seems like a lot of those lead anchors have been the same for a long time but i don't know i don't remember and who'd you say, Lazo? What's his name again? I know you saw me a million times. Well, there was two it? of them. There was Bill Bonds, and the other one was Mort Krim. And Mort Krim, Mort Krim is a great news name. And he was who they Mort Krim from Detroit is who Will Ferrell says he based Ron Burgundy on. Oh, really? That's a great. He watched news some name. sort of documentary with Mort Krim in it. Okay, I'm looking him up right now. I can just even with that now. I don't know who he is, but I can just imagine him like as a young guy out yeah. there with one of the hats on, you know, doing well, an interview. Anger, on the he's scene. Uh, yeah. No, I'm saying when he's get, getting started. You know, yeah, right. I mean, he off. was. <laughs> and working his way up to sitting behind the desk. I'm looking at him now. There you go. Legendary Mort Krim. There yeah, you that, go. That's a good, really good local news name. I don't think people on local news, I don't assume at least that they change their names, but, you know, to try and sound better on TV. Right. But if you were going to, Mort Krim, pretty good. He was who they based Ron Burgundy on. And then apparently it was a mix between him because Bill Bonds with his drinking, and then he challenged the mayor to a fist fight. I remember that growing up. 
like uh, mad about something politically. Yeah, and was like, like why don't you quit talking trash? I'll fight you. Like I remember that being part wow. of me growing up. Wow, like the news anchor fire, you know, challenged Coleman Young to a fist fight. Wow. I'm not trying to speak, you know, poorly about the person, but Larry Moore would have never done such a thing. <laughs> he was a little classier no, than that. Sure. But that's okay. Again, right. that's what those networks did to compete. It's like, you guys be the classy ones. We're going to over here be over here fighting the mayor. <laughs> exactly. I, I'm all for it. Go fight the I'm mayor. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Are we done? We're done, man. That's it. I, you know what? One thing we didn't talk about, I just want to get your take on real quick. Okay. Since we'll bring this all the way back around to the Chiefs. I saw multiple things this morning about how, you know, the officiating at the game has caused controversy and they want more investigations into yeah. how okay, well that seems to happen after every big game. Right. I actually didn't think that there was a ton of I didn't notice in either game to be night. honest with you. Right. I didn't anything that I was like, man, I I can't think of any off the top of my head. So the one that they're mad about in the Chiefs game was the pass interference call where it looks like he hooked him, but then there was this debate about was the ball in the air yet right, If it's not, then it's not. holding. Yeah, if the, if, if the ball's in the air, right, and you, you couldn't see from each right. angle, so they had to go back and look. But at the end, you do hear Romo say, like, oh, well, after they've made their final decision, like, the ball, it looks like the ball hadn't been the here, Jim, because watch, he's going to hit Rice right there. Boom. So I, do, I will say, in Bill's defense, yeah. Bill's fans' defense, I don't understand when they do the thing where the officials, they don't throw a flag, but they go up and talk to each other, and they do their little thing right. first. And, they, you know, like, you can throw the flag and then pick it up. They do that sometimes. Like, no, I was standing over here. It, it's on camera if you're that right. worried about it. And I don't know. Are officials allowed ever to just say, we're not sure. Neither one of the teams is asking for a replay here, but we need to go back and look because we can't agree on the field. If, uh, I think that's why they take here. a timeout sometimes. Okay. Why a team will take a timeout. Yeah. So they'll be like, "Hey, you can go look at that again." But I'm, right. I'm, you know, I'm not sure. I don't know. Does it bother you at all when they do the huddle first and then they're the, the late flags? I just want them to get it right. I don't care. That's kind of I think how they're trying. I, uh, I, I mean, there's been wish... some bad calls, but there's always been. You know, I don't know, man. There's been bad calls since the beginning of the time. Yeah. Like when I always think, like then, you know, if you're going to be so upset about the refs, and you have to be so upset about missing a block. Right, exactly. You have to be and, so upset about missing a tackle or not catching a football. Like, they're humans. Yeah. And so they miss calls. Just like you seven plays ago overthrew the receiver by eight yards. Right. Like, that happens. So, yeah. that like, band calls, you know, look, at the in the time when they go against your team, you're like, ah! But of course. And if it's a close game, a whole, then it makes a huge difference. Yeah, but sure. as a whole, like, you know, they're not any worse than running backs fumbling the ball or whatever. Everybody makes mistakes. And there's penalties. You know, it's like Brooke was asking me yesterday about penalties. And I was like, well, there's, there's, she's like, well, why would they do that if they know they're not allowed to? I said, well, every player is trying to get away with as much as they can and a little bit more. Sure. Right. And just, just hope that they don't get caught. I mean, that's, right. how, that's how you win. It's, it's more than really just, Riding that line, it's crossing that line yeah, and trying to do it discreetly caught. enough. Yeah, that you or don't even caught. sometimes like, well, catch me. Yeah, exactly. Just you let's know, see. It's better you, than giving up a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Wherever you end up, this is better than that guy beat me for eighty exactly. yards because he was I'll about just tackle to. him here. He was about to beat. Yeah, me. Of course. Yeah, I did not think yesterday's game. I didn't when that game was over. I didn't I was think either thinking, one of them. Oh, in people my are going to be mad about officiating. Either one of them, I had. No. I can't think. There's been recent games where I know people were mad, but I felt like that was pretty. Yeah. No reasonable. Not of course. I say that the Chiefs won. I'm a Chiefs fan, but 
I, I didn't think that it was – that holding thing, if you're saying, well, then once they finally got the look at it, the ball was in his hands or wasn't in his hands, whatever. I get it. It's frustrating. It's a third down play. Okay, that, that's fine. But like you said, Lazo, there's a lot – lot that goes into it. And it, it usually kind of equals uh, – balances itself out, rather. Right. He, you know, this whole idea – Juwan Taylor, by the way, that guy deserves the penalties. He didn't have many this week, so that's good. But I don't want to hear his name. Earned. Deserved. Yeah. Yeah. So, but looked like he did okay this week. Yeah. I thought – I didn't see a ton that – you know, nothing that really shocked me. I did not realize – no part of me thought that this uh, – Pass interference call would be, you know, there'd be I articles even about it. I can't it in my today. head, to be honest with you. You're talking about it. I'm like, I'm going to have to go back and yeah, look at it because I don't I'll remember being like. It was, they, it was a late flag, and then as you watch the replay, it looks, like he, kinda, do, looks it, like he hooks his arm a little bit almost as he's coming across to, to catch the ball. But then they're like, ah. But then when you watch it from a different angle, it doesn't really look like he's hooking him. It looks like he turns, and his arm hits him, and then what's the other guy doing it? I right. just. You know, yes, it was a late flag, and if if that's against your team, that's always frustrating because you think, well, wait, well, if it was so bad, yeah, but then to me, like, but, like you said, get it right, right, Just and right. holding defense, whatever. Yep, they're gonna they're gonna they get some. They're not gonna get some. Like, and I strongly believe that when they know they got one wrong, I still believe that they do usually try and give the other team a call to balance things out later. Yeah, like, make up call. Yeah, just to make up, and people say it, but I think it's real. I absolutely oh, think it's. Well, a real I absolutely thing. think it's. Real. You do okay. I think some sports admit it. Okay, and then others don't. I think the NFL doesn't admit it. I think right. hockey admits it. They do. They're like, yeah, that's a makeup call. Okay, because we blew that one. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know that hockey admitted it. Yeah, it's I a, mean, I don't know that the refs say it, but the announcers, the teams, right. the coaches, like, goddamn makeup call. Yeah, because yeah, we screwed it up. Yeah, well, now I'm trying to even it out. Yeah, it seems pretty obvious. I think that happens for sure. Like, yeah, of course that's what that was. They've been yeah. letting these guys get away with it all day until they didn't. So, you know, they had the bad call. Now, well, there's their makeup call right well, there. Um, yeah, college football. I think they did that in the Michigan-Alabama game where they would have been running into the kicker. Yeah. They didn't call it. And then the next, you know, like two plays later, they called someone on Michigan. Like, what is that? And they're like, makeup call. Makeup call. Yeah. Makeup call. Well. Like makeup sex. Yeah. Almost as good. Yeah. Almost as good. Depending on what team you're on, I guess. Yeah. Depending on the exact circumstances. And what happens afterwards. Yeah. Anyway, good show, Dan Campbell. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.